Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cinespection, where we do the Zoom, so you can see our faces clearly this time, right? No need for a background, John. We could have anything in the back. We got anything. What is doesn't matter. What is? Oh, no. I mean, here, nothing. Ah, Nothing. (laughs) Um, Well, welcome to another Monday of Cinespection. One of the last ones of the year, right? Is it the last one? Probably a couple more. Oh, yeah. We are kind of, we're, yeah, we have like two more left. Yeah. And that's, that is if we do that one in the week between uh, Christmas and New Year's, which we'll see, right? Yeah. Um, but this week, we are not going to be talking about an old movie that you haven't seen or you don't remember. We are talking about a movie that's in theaters, but you haven't seen either because the movie didn't do well at the box office it at all. It did bad. <laughs> really, really uh, bad. Really bad, um, which we'll get to. The movie is, of course, Steven Spielberg's uh, West Side Story. Um Let's before you get into the movie. I mean, it's a good point to think about. Like, what do you think this bombed, John? Like, what do you think? Um, I don't know that people are going to see one-off movies now, right? Like, and by one-off movies, I don't mean like this movie's a hit or whatever. I I don't think that they're going to the movies just to go to the movies. Uh, it, it used to be like a pastime, right? Pre-COVID, it's like, oh, what's going on Friday? Nothing. Okay, let's go to the movies, right? It was just something to do to fill your time. Uh, people aren't doing it anymore. Or in my opinion, they're not doing it anymore. That's why even your your blockbuster uh, releases are, you know, one-third of what they used to be. Um, I, I think we might see that change with Spider-Man. I'm not sure that we'll see it. Uh, it is having a really, really strong box office presence so far in pre-sales. But... It, it takes a movie like Spider-Man, which has been anticipated for, what, four years now since they announced it. And we knew that this was going to be the end of the trilogy. Um, so I, I think that's what it is. I, I don't think this is a bad movie. I'm going to go ahead and say that off the bat. I went and watched this with my wife. Um, she wanted to see it. We had talked about watching it. Um, it it's Spielberg-y. You know, like it's, and we'll get to that a little bit later. I even, I think I even put that in the, the, the script that it's Spielberg y. Um, but yeah, I think that's what it is. I think this movie probably would have done probably, you know, 80 million pre COVID, and now it's going to do, I didn't even look at the, the most recent, but I know it's not even the close movie. To that. The movie cost $100 million to make. Yeah. Like it's just, uh, it's unacceptable. Like you should not have spent a hundred million dollars. Well, this. there's no stars. Like you know, Ansel Ansel Elgort is the the most like recognizable face, but he's been in like like he's not a star. You no, know? he's not. He hasn't been. I mean, he's not even close to a list. Uh, and everybody else are like mostly theater actors that mm-hmm. just moved on for this movie. I, I, you know, I think that people are just not showing up to watch movies that are not event movies. Like, yeah, exactly. you know, a movie you have to see in theaters, meaning Spider-Man, etc. Right. Like, and, and, and mostly superhero stuff. Right. Which is really sad. You know, but you and I have become very cynical with those things and we still watch them and enjoy yeah, them. We're just not, not as, as we used to. But I do think that like just selling a musical you know, which is uh, that's another thing. Musicals are usually appeal to older audiences, and somebody was saying, "Oh, because but everybody in the movie is young. It doesn't matter who's in the movie. The yeah, genres, musicals, yeah, music, exactly. musical genres, usually appeal to 
your, to older people, it doesn't, you know, when we get old, you and I, John, I'm sure we'll enjoy musicals a lot more. You know? I mean, and also this is the West Side Story. So like, let, let's talk about that for a second. This is something that would appeal to uh, someone probably born in like the 40s or 50s, more likely. Like it, it, if they made Book of Mormon, into a, a theatrical <laughs> release <laughs> or wicked, uh, or right? Wicked yes. Or, or yeah, something yeah. like that. You might get a lot more people our age seeing it. West Side Story is literally Romeo and Juliet. We'll get into this. It's, it's a really, really old film. It's a really, really old, old film, play. really old play based yeah. on Romeo, like, or just a retelling of Romeo yeah. and Juliet. Yeah. So and the people it, are excited for it. Yeah. The people excited for it are at bigger risk of dying from yeah. You know, pandemic stuff. So, so they not they're not going to risk going to the theater. Like, yeah. you know, the the younger people, us, you know, the guilty ones because of <laughs> we're guilty of this pop culture moment we're going through. We just go see Spider Man. Like, you have your tickets for Spider Man already. I have my tickets for Spider Man already. And we went to see Ghostbusters, and we mm-hmm. went to see you know uh, uh, twenty movies this year, Eternals, yeah. and you know, like this stuff. This stuff like it's basically some pre existing things, and that's. Boy, great movies like this one uh, or The Last Jewel, which you didn't even see, John. Uh, yeah. But but I think when you see it, you're gonna be like, oh shit! I wish I had seen that in, had seen this in theaters. Um, they're just getting eaten by the big fish, and I think well, that's why it bombed. I think even the big fish, and we're gonna see this. We have uh, we have a huge week in streaming and in movies coming up. And I, I did I forgot to put this in, but I just wanted to touch on it real quick. Um, we're gonna see. We're gonna put it to the test because you have Spider Man coming out followed by The Matrix. Uh, Spider-Man is going to be theatrical release only versus The Matrix, which is going to be a theatrical and an at-home release all on the same day. Uh, right. and, and I think that that will give us a little bit more um, insight into what's going on. Like you said, though, this is not a bad movie. It, it's it a was great a, movie. It, it was a good movie. So, it so was, I mean, it's a great movie. It's not perfect. It's not like the best musical ever made. It's not the best Spielberg movie ever made. But it's... it's uh, like definitely not even close to being the best Spielberg yeah. movie ever made. But you know, I was looking into Spielberg's filmography this morning, and like the last, like I would call like a great, great movie that he did to me was Catch Me If You Can, and that came out in two thousand two. I thought Munich. Oh, Munich. Well, yeah. it might have been. Yeah, it might have been Munich. You're right. But Munich, Munich was, was like two thousand six, two thousand five. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I, I forgot about Munich. There. I skipped uh, Munich, but since Munich. He's been doing some, you know, kind of like War Horse and the BFG, which I actively skipped. Like, I've had it on my list for Netflix, like, for years and never get he, to it. Cause like, it in my this. mind, he has gotten stuck in, like, a, a, a time frame that, that isn't that popular anymore, right? Like, he is always going to do movies. Not always, but a lot of the stuff that he's doing is, like, 1940s, 50s, 60s. Not necessarily. Uh, or, or, I mean, he did Ready Player One. Yeah, but Rin Tin Tin. Um, what was the? He's West Side Story, nineteen fifties. Um, I get. I get. Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies. Um, yeah, he's done. I mean, War Horse was like Civil War, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, uh, Lincoln, which was Lincoln you know, was great. What year was that? What year was Lincoln? That was great too. Two thousand eleven, I believe. Okay, well, that's not too long. Maybe I took it too far with Catch Me If You Can because Lincoln was really good. I, I, I mean, I really like yeah. Lincoln. Um, it, it's, it's, it's. I mean, and 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 the thing with Spielberg movies, like even the weaker ones, it's a Spielberg movie, and there's, there's an associated specter we'll call with that. Especially, you know, he has his team of cinematographers, editors, 
people, um, uh, composers, like, you know, like he has a team of people that are there every time and his movies are always really well made. There might not be, you know, Jurassic Parks or Indiana Jones or Schindler's List, but they are still really well put together films. I, I think I, they are always really put together, but people on the internet will hate me. I think he's falling into this, like, I could tell that West Side Story was, a, you couldn't have, you could have never told me that it was a Spielberg movie. But within like the first 20 seconds in the opening sequence, I could have told you that it was a Spielberg movie. Just the camera style, the colors, uh, the way, the graininess of the film, everything that he does, it's the same. Recently, right? He, because, yeah, I mean, it, it feels... I like his visual style because I like... The darks are very dark and the lights are very light. So it's like a good contrast yeah. that he's put in his movies. But he used the same style for uh, Bridge of Spies, Ready Player One, um, The Post, uh, this one. Like, all the recent films, he's done, like, essentially the same thing over and over again. And it's surprising with Spielberg because you see, you know, that, that cinematography, wild good, and I enjoy it. Probably the first movie where he did it was Munich. And in Munich, mm -hmm. it works so well. Like, that yeah, it style was amazing in Munich. works so well. But then you see Spielberg movies, like earlier Spielberg movies, and you think, like, like Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park. Like, those movies are just, like, filled with life and color. And, and you know, he still does the great camera work and everything. But it's not the same style that you're seeing him now just replicate. He would try different things. And now it feels like, yeah, he's stuck in his style. Which I mean, it's not the worst thing because the movie works really well, right? Yeah, it, it, it looks a good great. movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it it looks great. It works in a storytelling perspective. I think the way that it's a musical, but with a small M, because I feel like there's only a handful of songs. I don't know if you felt the same way. I did feel, yeah, there weren't <clears throat> many. There was not very very much variation in the songs. It was like if there was a song, it was repeated two or three times throughout. Like, um, yeah, the one where there he's singing to her on the balcony that yes. same song is repeated and maybe a chorus added or something. So yeah, I agree. Uh, the songs were really long. That was like my only thing is like some of the musical numbers were, I mean, it's a musical. I'm not the biggest fan of musicals. So like I have to preface it with this, but like some of the musical numbers were, were very long. So it did. You feel wrong. You're right. The, the songs are a bit long. The thing is that usually like musicals, these days um or historically even like the songs are the best parts you know like yeah. you watch say the greatest showman or you watch uh moulin rouge like the best parts are the songs because it's when you're the most entertained and you listen to a good song this movie i felt like the weakest parts were the songs yeah i agree um, I like agree. you, you like it better when there's like those moments, you know. Like there's that scene in the at the diner in the end with all the 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 jets, right? Yeah. Um, like that scene is heartbreaking and brutal to watch, and it has no songs, right? Yeah. Like no no songs at all. Um, if this I mean, weren't a musical, yeah. it could have been easily made into like a really great dramatic movie. So like that's kind of you know you have to. Think that's. About. Yeah, and that's the overall plot, but I mean, let's the, there are points, so let's get to our favorite section. John explains the plot. All right, so uh, <laughs> I even put in the notes, I'm not sure if we need to do this, but 
Uh, it's Romeo and Juliet. That, that's basically the story. It is very fast-paced Romeo and Juliet. The entire movie happens within a 24-hour cycle. Um, guy meets girl. Uh, guy and girl instantly fall in love at the, the school dance, even though they're both over 18, which I, I don't understand it, but I think that they did that because of, like, she she looks very time. young. He looks yeah, like but they he looks a, like an eighties teenager. You know, but they like, made like, it a very like firm point for her to say, "I'm eighteen. So like, I think that they did that on purpose because there is a sex scene later in the movie. That all being said, guy meets girl. They fall in love instantly. Uh, she's from one side of the tracks. He's from the other, uh, and she's Puerto Rican. He's uh, Polish, I think. Uh, he's they, white. He's yeah, white. He's a white dude. Um, and it, it, it really breaks down, you know, racism in the 19, like fifties between different class levels in New York. Uh, they of course can't be together because why would they, this isn't a good movie or it's not a happy ending movie. Neither is Romeo and Juliet. And, spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> and, no, I'm not even going right, to just throw the spoiler warning out. Uh, we're not going to control ourselves. Yeah. Spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> it, look, uh, it is the exact same thing where they get into a fight and the big brawl happens finally between the Sharks and the Jets. And well, also, he die. kills it, it, Romeo, he, kills Juliet's cousin. Yeah, and here uh, he kills her brother. And so, what's yeah. the character's name? Tony, I think it's Tony. Tony, Tony, yes. Tony kills... Maria. Tony Tony Maria. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it, yes, it's it's a, it's a dramatic ending, really extremely well executed by Spielberg. Like like what like the the, the last thirty minutes are like just gold. Like the last just... thirty minutes make up for all of the slow parts that are in the first part of the movie. Which, which some of them are the songs. Like there's a yeah. song at a, the police station, which I was like, "Why is this even in here?" You that know? Was a, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like, why are they even doing this? Like, you, you don't need this song. It doesn't advance the plot. It's all characters that you don't care about that don't matter. Even the song <laughs> where they meet or where he like uh, goes to her house after the dance. Yeah. Um, but that, that song is wrapped in character development, so it, I feel like that was yeah. okay. Uh, like, yeah, because, it is, yeah, but it's really long. That's it's like really long. Minute, it's like an eight-minute song, I think. Yeah, but it's progressive. I, I, I didn't mind that one. I, I, I thought that one was okay. I think what my um, what made me cringe was not no, never not made me cringe. What what made me a bit boring was some of the songs that were just like secondary character singing. Mm -hmm. Um. It was a bit much. I don't know, it, it, but it's still. I mean, it's still one of the best movies of the year, in my view. Like you're, we're criticizing it a lot, but like you know, I mean, let's let's talk about like the characters, right? Because I think that you know the two leads are pretty good, in, like in what they mm -hmm. do. I like them both. Yeah. They're not. I don't think they're gonna like get individual awards praise. Like, the movie's definitely gonna get some nominations. But yeah, I, I think it's gonna get yeah. nominated for you know. Best I don't know if it's going to win, but but it's it was going to get lots of nominations. But they're both going to get you know recognized, but not like as the highlight of the movie. To me, the highlight of the movie was her brother uh, mm -hmm. Bernardo, who I found to be an excellent actor. Like he was just like one of those guys. Just like I don't want, I do not want to mess with this guy. I was well, just, you, you know? both you both love and hate him, right? Like, right, I, exactly. I, like you you understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, you're like, come on, dude, like. 
you're you know you're puffing your chest for no reason in a lot of right um, and then he's a boxer he's like a he's true a badass yeah. and then he dances really well like that guy you know hopefully he'll have a big career either wherever he chooses to go in theater or 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 movies because uh, the actress rachel segler who plays um uh maria is it maria the girl yeah Maria. i think it's maria um she's gonna be snow white in disney's upcoming snow white movie and she's gonna be in shazam too so she's already getting the roles like she's already going for it yeah good for I mean, her she's good, she's good. yeah she is good she's, she's good. good but i think an, another really great part of the movie was uh uh, uh rita moreno as um the um um Doc. I guess Tony's that landlord. Yeah, yeah, Doc. yeah, Doc. yeah. Miss right. uh, Valentina, but um... Valentina. Mm-hmm. So she plays a bit of a almost like an extension of a, her character uh, from the '60s movies, almost. Yeah, and I think she was fantastic, and I think she will get the awards recognition, probably even win because she's such a Hollywood icon from years ago, and she. Yeah, I mean, she's I don't know if she's still so like, many movies, so many insane. movies. And I think this is like a big, like, you know, recognizing a career kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So so maybe uh, supporting actress is her award to win. And, and, and you know, yeah. Great. great. Yeah, I mean, it'd be worth it. I actually had, you know, she's a sort of cameo, sort of not, right? Because she sort of, because she's in the, and she's in the movie a lot. A like, lot, I thought at first, it's like, she's going to be there on. for, mm-hmm. yeah. But she's in the movie a lot. She has, I mean, she has a pivotal to, point. She has yes. a pivotal point in the, the conclusion the of the movie, yeah. Which is not what you can say about... There's a character that they introduce um, that just is introduced into the movie, but he doesn't really have a, pl- a part to play. He's kind of like between the two right? the two uh, uh, competing groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I thought... Uh, uh, Rita's character was going to be the same, like just somebody, yeah. used, you know, for for uh, to have them in the movie, but but not give them a lot to do. But no, she got a lot. I mean, it's Spielberg again. It's Spielberg. Like any flaws in this movie, like were not unintentional. You know, it's yeah. the same way we were saying last week about Resident Evil. Like nothing yeah. in that movie was unintentional. It was just like a conscious decision to make the movie this way, um, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean. I don't know that this movie is going to be for everybody. Uh, if you don't like musicals, it's probably not going to be for you. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I read, I've never seen the original, but I read West Side Story when I was in high school. Like that was a, mm. a reading that you had to do. And what was kind of funny is I went with my wife who had never read it or never seen the original. So she, we went in there and like these moments were like very dramatic for her. Um, especially, you know, when you have, like the scene in the the salt warehouse, whatever that's called, I don't remember. Uh, yeah, between Riff and Bernardo, right? And when that scene happened, she was just like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "But you knew that they were going to die." And she was like, "Yeah, but still, like, so." Uh, well done. Yeah, well put together. Very, um, very tense and 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 like intense confrontation and well the the thing about that scene and i do want to draw a little bit of attention to it is there was there's no song in that scene there was a lot of like sort of dance sort of that was another very powerful scene i mean 
like you said, the last 30 minutes. The, the last movie, 30 minutes. Are, I would say yeah. like that's kind of the beginning of the third act is, is when they're running into that scene. Um, and, and that's that, that's where this movie really shines, honestly. Right. Um, and, and, and something I was hearing, like to that point, um, some 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 people, at, you know, friends and people on Twitter were saying that they didn't feel a lot of chemistry between Rachel Segler and and, and Ansel Elgort, which I thought was inaccurate because the movie, like, so so the movie introduces them as like this. The relationship starts with this, like, you know, completely. They're star-crossed lovers, like, no, instantly. Instantly, you know, yeah. which doesn't exist in the real world, unless you're, like, really horny or something. But, you know, but it's not the same as love, right? Um, and then, you know, the relationship is just, like, by seeing each other, and then they interact, and they just kiss immediately, because it's like, mm -hmm. and, and, and I thought that was a good touch of, like, you know, this is the kind of love that this is. Like, an yeah. innocent 1960s media love, which doesn't happen right now, because right now we have... Like we need to be sold more on a love story in order to to buy it, right? Which is you know uh, what they did so poorly. For example, in that movie that we don't mention, starring Angelina Jolie and uh, and Gemma Chan, and uh, but we won't yeah. say the name of the movie. Um, they did a really bad job in the love story in that one, right? But 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 because they tried to make it too logical and not just like it's love. Sometimes you know movies and yeah, I, media I think they, they did a great. In they my did mind, a great job. They did a great job. And I I have to disagree that there was no chemistry. Well, the like, thing is that I, there's I a scene, there's a scene in the subway um, mm -hmm. where they're like like because they meet again, another good touch. They meet and it's like, you know, Starcross lovers, and they have the kiss and they have the moment, and he follows her home, and it's like this whole thing. And it's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And then the next day they meet in the subway, and you're in like the loud subway and there's people and they sit and they don't sit together in the subway he sits and you know in one of those seats that's like this and she's like this you know what i mean yeah like they're not together together they're right next to each other but they're not together and it's really loud and it's meant to tell like to show you like look this is the real world that they're going through and the real world is we're going through this with the gangs and with our families and with our you know and and so they are they don't have chemistry quote-unquote in that scene because they're supposed to be well they're supposed know, to be like this is their like this is a 24-hour cycle and i think that exactly. so many people aren't realizing that this is their first fight in in this whole yes, story of yes, like everything. The, this is their first yes, fight the and first it's not fight. a real fight but what it is is he thinks he's right and he's supporting his family right like the gang is their family they don't yes. none of these people have anything and she thinks she's right, and she's supporting her legitimate family, her brother. And he is supporting his gang because they feel like this is their community, because they're all immigrants into this country, and it's a tumultuous time. And so, like, they're each protecting their their family. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and yeah. that's that's why they're fighting. And and that's all it is. I didn't even look at that scene like that. I realized right away, like, if anything, they were great at acting in that scene because their body, like. Their chemistry was a little off yet in 20 minutes later they're in the church and they're like proclaiming their and love it's for all each other. over yes exactly yeah. and and then and then they get to the church and it's also the, like the walking not close together and this is like spielberg doing visual cues like it's all again intentional right and they're not he, she's standing in front of like a like a like a gravestone or something i don't know or like a like a thing i don't know and he's far away 
And then they start talking and he changes his mind. He's like, I'll go talk to Riff and I will stop this. Mm -hmm. And they get closer together, close together. And then they spend the rest of the scene together. Like it's all visual cues to, you know, how the scene is. It's him coming. It's literally him coming around. Coming around. It's literally. Yes. And he actually is walking around when he does it. So it's him coming around to seeing her side of things that yes. like and hey, realizing i can stop any- this yeah, yeah yes. it's not that's easy really- for anybody yes yeah and, and, yeah. and it's being like yeah i can do something about this i don't have to pretend that i can't i could do something i'm the i'm the i'm the you know the, the guy in the middle and i'm also one of the leaders of this gang and yeah i mean those things were really good and i think they were good together i thought they they were you know uh great and then just something i really wanted to get to because we want to keep this one short but um they um, the movie has a very nuanced point of view about the conflict because, you know, the, it, it introduces you to both sides of the argument, right? For one part, you have the Puerto Ricans who are um, essentially, you know, immigrants. Um, I don't know if the, that's the right word because Puerto mean, Rico is the U.S., but, you know. Of, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're sort treated of immigrants, as immigrants. Like, as immigrants, literally, yes. literally throughout the movie, the sharks are like, go home. Like go back to your country and exactly, like, are you, exactly. Are you stupid? Like this is our country. We're part this of is the United exactly States. Yeah. like right. And so, so you know. But then the movie gives you the side of the 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 sharks. Sorry, the jets, which is they they're people like like at some point um, the police detective is like you know everybody's moved on from this like being a bum and in the neighborhood like you know the poor neighborhood guy and you know your peers are all doing really well and they've moved on and you are still here like you got like left over there like right and now you're losing your neighborhood by the way the neighborhood being turned down really reminded me of um batteries not uh, included yes yes did you think about it too yeah well, batteries <laughs> not included does look a lot like a spielberg movie when you watch it it's so that's, definitely trying to do spielberg yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, one thing spielberg. i will say real quick about the the scene the musical number in the police station is it does describe a little bit about what these guys have gone through and yes. they're talking about like your father is a drunk your mother's a whore whatever so like these are these are kids with nothing right like yeah they do have a dad he's a drunk if not they're an orphan right and that's all they had left was that neighborhood so they're literally being pushed out by not only the puerto ricans but actually the puerto ricans and these guys are both being everybody's being everybody's being pushed out which is the funniest part because they do have a common a common thing that they could have found there yes Yes. but they 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 hated each other so much that they couldn't see like the most basic thing, which was that the city was their enemy, not each other. And the cops actually kind of tell them that uh, in yeah, the beginning yeah. of the movie. They're like, this is all going to be rich, upper caste white people. Like, what are you doing? Like, you really? guys need to not be fighting over this. Like, um, not be, you know, in, in, in jail every couple of yeah. days because you fight the Puerto Ricans. Yeah. And I thought the movie did a really good job at... Like showing you both sides. You don't have to agree with either side or, you know, one side or the other. It's just showing you what everybody's going through. And also, great job. I mean, I'm sorry, this, I'm going over, but something I really wanted to mention. There's a point where Ansel Elgort, um, like you mentioned, kills Bernardo, um, uh, Maria's brother. And then he goes back to her just to say goodbye because he's like, I'm going to turn myself in because mm-hmm. of what I did. And he's like doing it. And then she's like, if you turn yourself in, I will never see you again. And how can I forgive you if you don't let me ever see you again? 
which was like, wow, like that is good writing, right? Yeah. And then and then we think about it, you're like, no, but he still killed the brother, right? But then the next morning, when she's talking to uh Anita, I think is the name, mm-hmm. the, the brother's sex girlfriend, ex now, because he's dead, yeah. but, um, girlfriend, and she's like, How can I like not love him like i love like you know i love yeah. this guy what am i gonna do now he killed my brother yes but you know the love is there and i thought i thought that was a really really good it it it, it really worked for me I, I was like yeah some some decisions don't make any sense but it's what you got i mean i think that she had nothing left and she couldn't go back home her father had died her brother was dead the only person that she has in that community is anita and anita doesn't even want to look at her so like she only has tony left so when because i thought the same thing i was like this is dumb why would she she he what just would get, you forgive yeah but at the same time you're like she is in a country or she's in an area of the country that she's from whatever she's somewhere that is far away from home she has nothing left at home she has nothing left in new york other than this one guy uh so like it's stockholm syndrome almost right like she's yeah, yeah. and and it's also young love she's right stuck, like yeah. he, she's 18 you when you were 18 mm-hmm. you did some stupid shit like you know i feel like many people will probably be like oh he's like a killer and you know you should he she shouldn't forgive him and blah blah, blah. but it's like sometimes you know it, it, it's a difficult situation and 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 another show you know that they've been pushing you to watch john i hope you eventually will get a chance to is uh, impeachment and there's the oh, yeah. there's an episode. I mean, spoiler for real life, but there's an episode where Hillary finds out that um, uh, Clinton is sleeping with or slept with. Um, um, well, not slept, but had a, um, got a blowjob and stuff from from Monica Lewinsky. Uh, and Hillary finds out, and it's like the struggle, the same struggle, right? Like, you know, how do I how do I deal with this? Um, I thought both, both projects did a really good job at that struggle of like, how do I, how do I deal with this? Um, it's, it's a difficult, difficult thing. But I think, Um, yeah, yeah, I think they did a good job. They did. Yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. I I would say definitely go watch it. Not enough people are watching it. Um, Spielberg will always be Spielberg. You might not like his movie, the movie, but you will recognize that it's a Spielberg movie and he did something like that few people can do as well as he does and there's a spielberg documentary in hbo max john if you have time like it's like two and a half hours long and i've been watching like in parts and it's amazing well like, i know that a lot of his uh style i say the 50s and, and stuff because it comes from home videos that he used to shoot on like back when eight millimeter was like a big thing yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. that heavily influenced the way that he makes currently makes movies and actually yeah. that's when you watch this it feels like it's from the fifties. Like it feels yes. like you would be yeah. using like an old school. Like a, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a kid and in a way he like, he's self-taught how to film it. Like mm-hmm. he just sees the movies. Like that's how like the movie was. You have Martin Scorsese is interviewed and George Lucas. They're all interviewed. Like, like George Lucas says that like he heard about Spielberg and he was like, Oh, this guy, you know, wonder what he did and spielberg did a movie called duel which i don't know if you've seen but it's his first like feature film that but played in tv and and lucas was like oh i'm just gonna go see it you know the first 30 minutes and then just leave because like you know whatever you know made for tv movie 
And then he, he watched the whole thing and he was like, this guy, like this guy is the future. And this was like, Spielberg was like 19 years old, I think, or something like that. Like, it's just incredible what this man has done in his career. And he owe, he we owe him at least the benefit of the doubt for anything that he does, which I'm guessing, you know, I don't deserve to say because I haven't seen the BFG. <laughs> Did you see the BFG? No. Nope. Nobody saw that, right? Nobody saw that movie. Who wants yeah. to see that? Mike Rylands is a giant or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's like... He had a face with Mark Rylands, like a very intense one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, go watch West Side Story, definitely. I mean, it's going to be more people are going to watch it when it starts getting nominated, I feel. You know, it always happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, that has been it for today. Today it has been a day, and it has been a day of Spielberg. So, John, I'll see you next week. I won't be here. I'll be traveling for the holidays, but I will be happy to do a show if we can yeah well hopefully we have some good stuff to talk about because it is a it is a big week coming up so we i don't know if we'll review spider-man i don't think we're going to review spider-man i don't think so so unless we really want to talk about it, it it must be the greatest movie of 2021 for us to review it i i'm laying that out there if we don't review it it's because we don't think that it was no but spider-man i feel like we're not like so far, at least, John, so far, I would say you and I are not as annoyed by the online culture yet about it. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm not staying yet. away, though. Yes. I'm staying away. You're exactly. So I much. have so been much. staying away. Yes. Have, so, so, yes, because of that, we might be able to. Fresh. Fresh. I'm, I'm off, like, mostly off Twitter. Like, I'm, like, a little bit on Twitter, but not really. I haven't been, like, like you know, taking part of all the speculation as heavily. Um, I'm just like, yeah, it's a Spider-Man movie. Like, I, I feel that it's going to be good, a good movie um, like the first two, which I don't, it doesn't matter. We're talking about West Side Story, but I mean, we'll see next week. Um, I, we should have a show where it's just you and me talking about what's in our minds. Like, I wanted to talk to you about, um, I watched uh, The Lord of the Rings. I told you, like, I rewatched the films. What, what, what an yeah. amazing thing it is to go through that journey like of those three movies it's it's amazing i mean yeah once in a generation thing yes i mean it is and the sad thing is is unfortunately peter jackson as we've talked about cannot make another good movie so well he made that beatles documentary and you and i are both like nine hours (laughs) nine hours hours. it's like no peter why why nine hours everything's like 10 hours long for him so every time uh, he can't control himself he can't do like a like a you know an hour and a half movie like i was i was was looking at the runtime of the hobbit movies each of them are like over two and a half hours yeah they are the first one is over three hours long like why I, I can know. summarize the plot of The Hobbit in three sentences. Like John describes the plot would be like like twenty seconds long in the the trilogy. Oh yeah, the, the entire thing is here. You go real quick. John explains the plot before we head out. Yes. The Hobbit is Bilbo Baggins finds the ring from Gollum. They fight a dragon. They win. <laughs> they get a bunch of riches from some orcs that they kill, and that's how the blue sword and the Mithril is got. Now let's watch Lord of the Rings so that you don't have to spend nine hours on shitty movies shot at 48 frames per second using some weird CGI. Anyway. But there's some good stuff in those movies, I feel. Like, there's they, some, there's like, some like stuff, Ian but... McKellen as Gandalf anywhere. Like, you could, okay, but that's, you could put yeah, but Ian like McKellen as Gandalf in any movie. That's the challenge. Like, okay, tell me like, a movie. That's, tell yeah. me a movie. But I can Whatever. also put him as The Godfather. Ben, you know, 
I can put him in a yes, Magneto. That's I can fair. literally put him as Magneto in anything. Yes, in yeah, that's true. Ian McKellen so, in any movie, like you know, just throw Ian McKellen in every. There's some actors I feel very few that I'm like, if you throw this person in any movie, it'll make the movie better. And yeah. one of them, Ian McKellen, um, Jeff Goldblum would be another one. Just Jeff throw Jeff Goldblum in any movie. It's like it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> but right. so that we're not Peter yes. Jackson, let's get out of here, and we will see you guys maybe next week. If not, have a happy holiday. If not, have a happy holiday and um, watch what size story. Like and subscribe and like uh, subscribe. follow us on Twitter for more um, one tweet a week that we've been doing now. <laughs> one tweet a week. That's all you get. Maybe you should tweet more. But anyway, all right. Bye. Bye.